What's up, Horror Fam? You know what time it is. Let's get into this. Back at it again. Yeah, baby. The boys are back in town. We're halfway through, guys. Halfway through. Woohoo! So we are continuing on this journey through the 1980s, the decade of horror. In our eyes, we're surfing the 80s. Surfing the 80s, bruh. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, we did 84 and 85, which if you haven't listened, you better go back and listen to. There's some great films in that one. Uh, at the end of all this, we're going to do our. You know, basically synopsis of the 80s and then give our top 10 horror movies of the 80s, which is going to be hard for us to do, but we're going to try it. Yeah. Uh, these uh, next couple episodes coming up are going to be crazy for me because I was really in my stride with watching movies and stuff. So a lot of these movies that we're going to talk about in these next couple episodes are like very near and dear to my heart. I mean, there's a lot of them. So this episode may end up carrying over a little long. I don't know. Uh, well, cause we're not going to go not, in depth in them. We're not going to dwell deep into these movies. Because, but, you know, we're going to... We're, yeah. we're just giving you a, a now, list. Now, our our last episode we do, which is our top ten, yes. will probably be a long episode. Yes. So we might have to break that up. We'll see. Top five, and then top top t- the first five, and then the top five. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on to eighty six and eighty seven, which eighty six is the greatest year for the world. We all know that because <laughs> I was born in that in eighty six. So I knew there was a disturbance in the force. As we say, you're welcome. <laughs> so, ton of great movies in eighty six. Happy um, happy uh, birth of your year. Or year of your birth. Birth of the year. Year birth of the birth year. Yeah. Of the birth of the year. Yeah, that. What he said. (laughs) What he said. So. Jesus, this list is stupid. I, I, fuck, dude, I know. There's a, there's a ton. God. A ton. A ton. Wow. All right. Let's just. We ripping the bandaid off here? Let's rip it off. And where do you want to go with? Oh, I figured you're going to go there. And I'm glad you did. (laughs) We're going to let Ryan start this one. So this movie here is definitely going to be on my list uh, of my top ten. We did a... That's not out yet, is it? The Strange Frequency episode is not out yet. I don't don't know. I don't know if that... We did a Strange Frequency episode with Bill Van Vagel. Uh, For Phantom Galaxy. And Nathan, Nathan Bartaball, who yep. Strange Frequencies is a, it's like a offshoot of Phantom Galaxy, which is our other podcast, mm-hmm. which you guys can go check out if you haven't. Um, and we did an episode of Strange Frequencies. Yeah, Strange Frequencies. What it is is it it really revolves around music. Um, so when Bill told us that they were, when Bill and Nathan told us that they were doing that, we said, hey. We got a good idea. Can we be on the show? We basically begged and pleaded to be on their show. And, and they, I begged and pleaded, I send nude pics to Bill, um, and he automatically said yes. Well, you know, <laughs> they were they were reluctant because they remember our last episode, and 
And, uh, you know, Ryan can't watch his potty mouth because he's a little fucker. Um, fuck yeah, fucking <laughs> but, fuck uh, you, fuck. Anyway, we, uh, we said, hey, we want to get involved in that, and we want to do a crossover uh, a horror and music episode. And that movie is Maximum Overdrive. Hell yeah. Uh, Maximum Overdrive, of course, is another book written by Stephen King. It was actually a short story. Uh, it was a story called Trucks. Um, and this was his directorial debut. God loves this movie. Um, God love this movie. Fantastic. I'm not going to dwell deep in this because I'm. But the reason to... why we wanted it to be on uh, strange frequencies was because of the soundtrack of this movie. Yes. Uh, if you if you don't know, uh, the entire soundtrack for this movie was done by the band ACDC. Um, and I know a lot of you don't know who ACDC is. Yeah, yeah, um, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, they right. did the entire soundtrack for this film. Um, a lot of the songs were original, uh, were previously recorded songs, but they did cut a couple of originals just for this film. Yes, man. Um, I'm not going to dwell deep into this movie right now because we're going to be talking about it later. Um, man, Maximum Overdrive. Great film, fun film. Yeah. If you're uh, looking for a movie to watch, uh, you can watch this with your kids. There's no real, I mean, it's a little bit of language, but there's no yeah. really no bad stuff in it like that. And there's um, not a whole lot of gore either. No. Um, great film, though. Fun film. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about it later. But yeah. Maximum Overdrive, yeah. you guys got to check. Emilio Estevez is in it. Oh, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. I mean, come on. We'll move on from that one, because otherwise I'll just keep fucking talking. Yeah, we'll just dwell on it and dwell on it forever. Uh, I'm going to throw out a little movie that uh, a lot of you may know, and that's the movie House. Uh, we all know, if you guys have listened to our show, you know that I absolutely love haunted house movies, uh, ghost stories, and this one's got it. Uh, stars William Cat and George Went. Uh, Richard Mull was in this. He was Bull Shannon and Night Court. Uh, this was directed by Steve Miner. A uh, really cool film about a, a, a guy that uh, William Kett uh, moves into his uh, great aunt's house. And everybody in the neighborhood thought she was crazy because she kept talking to people inside the house. And uh, come to find out, the house was really haunted and very fucked up. Good movie. Really yeah, good movie. Really cool movie. film. Really cool. Um, the yeah. second one's not bad either. The second one's not bad, yeah. Correct. Uh, another one uh, we'll mention here, um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yes. Old Chop Top himself, which, Mr. Bill Mosley. Yes. This is a fucking great film, man. Yeah, very fun. This was a cool, <laughs> a cool transition from the original. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, very fun film. Of course, you can't watch this one with your kids. Uh, but this is a great one. Um, you guys won't be disappointed if you haven't watched this yet. If you're a youngin and you haven't watched this yet, definitely check out Texas Chainsaw Massacres. But part two is really great. You guys will like it, I promise you. Yeah. Mm-mm, yes, sir. Mm-mm, yes, sir. Mm-mm. I'm going to throw this one out there just because it was a really cool movie, and I watched it a lot when I was younger, and that's The Hitcher. Ah, yes. Starring Rucker Hauer. See Thomas list. Howell, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Uh, great movie. Uh, this is uh, more of like a uh, a dual type movie. It's a uh, you know. A, it's like a, a warning. 
Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, don't stop for uh, hitchhikers because they may just be fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, Rucker Hauer played a fantastic part in this film. Rucker Hauer plays a fantastic part in everything he does. Yes. Um, God rest his soul. Um, but uh, very cool film. Uh, there's a lot of really cool, intense scenes in this. Um, probably one of the most intense is the two trucks and the girl chained in between them. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Yeah, dude. It's Love great this film. film. And actually, you know what? I actually somewhat liked the remake. Yeah, yeah. Remake wasn't that bad. But this original, great film, dude. Yeah. Uh, classic. And now, this is The Hitcher, not to be mistaken with The Hitchhiker. <laughs> yes, the, the, the Hitcher. The, um, this is a different movie. Fucking excellent film. I yeah. like it. Um, another one that you will not, you know, be disappointed if you watch this one. Uh, random pick, you know, if this is a random pick movie for you, yeah. you'll love it, I promise you. If you've never seen it and it pops up on a feed somewhere, watch it. You, you'll be thoroughly entertained. Now, I'm going to mention one that maybe a lot of you have seen, maybe a lot of you have not seen, and it is Invaders from Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember this kid when I, this movie when I was a kid. Uh, you know, it's it's a alien movie, but they come and they take over. Um, and they got I remember this, and the way I remembered this movie is because in the movie with when when the people are taken over by the aliens or whatever, they got this thing in the back of their neck. It looks like a screw almost mm, with like a yeah. light, you know, and it spins in the back of their neck or whatever. And, uh, it's got uh, a lot of, uh, for I guess this movie for a kid would be more uh, would be more scary for a kid. You could mm-hmm. watch this with your kids and it would be more scary for them because in this movie, uh, the children, you know, the kid is like basically he can't talk to the adults because they're all aliens. Right. And so right. what's he going to do, you know? Um, turns out to be a really good movie. Um, I like it a lot. It reminds me of when I was a kid. Uh, brings back to, bring back to that time. So Yeah, another film directed by the great Toby Hooper. Yes. Uh, who has done so much. Uh, screenplay by Dan O'Bannon, who has wrote a lot of screenplays for horror films. Uh, very cool movie. Yes. Very cool. Yes, yes. Fun one. Very what cool. do you watch with your kids? So don't forget yeah. that. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so I'm going to talk big one for me from 1986, and that uh, is David Cronenberg's The Fly. Uh, this was a remake of the really the uh, the 1957. Uh, uh, no, I don't think that's right. <laughs> Honestly, that I say that. Uh, Vincent Price did a movie called The Fly, um, and it may have been 58, 59, somewhere around in there. Uh, 57, I think, maybe when the story came out. But uh, this, this starred uh, the lovely Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum, oh, John Getz. Uh, great film. Uh, it's about a scientist who is figuring out teleportation between you know two places and uh, inadvertently uh, cross uh, not not really crossbreeds, but a fly accidentally gets into the into one of the pods with him, and he doesn't know it, and their bodies are fused together, 
and he uh, <laughs> slowly disintegrates. Or well, I don't know that he really disintegrates. Uh, a lot of his body parts start falling off, but he slowly transforms into a fly. And what's cool about this movie is Jeff Goldblum played a fantastic part in this. Fuck yeah, he killed Because him. even after he knew what had happened, he still looked at it at a, as a scientist and, and really studied how his transformation was going and you know and it really you know it, it's a love story between him and Gina Davis and but for him it was all about the scientific aspect of him turning into what he called the brindle fly and that's a true story too not the fly part of it but there's a there was a uh, scientist who uh, was doing research on some kind of disease and he got pricked with the needle mm. and he fucking wrote down and did a blog basically right logged out everything that was happening how he was he literally did that he bled out of his eyes and his ears and wow. was like all this stuff and was just writing it all down what he was going through how it felt what happened and all this kind of stuff it was pretty yeah. damn cool yeah. pretty cool and ryan wants to talk about this one was that entrails of the of a virgin? <laughs> I don't know. They make those. I, I've never seen that. That was a uh, Japanese film. No, go figure. But uh, but um, no. Here's one I do want to talk about, and it's one you want to fucking talk about. A little movie called Trick or Treat. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this movie, I remember when it came out. The big thing for this movie, the reason why I wanted to see it so bad, is because it had. Two of my two of my beloved rock icons, Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons. Um, I had to see this movie. 1986 was was very strange. You probably don't remember this, but I remember it being a teenager, growing up, playing in a rock band and listening to heavy metal music and stuff. During this time, there was a lot of. Uh, stuff going on in the media and in the world itself about about uh, heavy metal music being satanic Whee! and the PMRC was involved satanic and they were, panic. they were trying to censor everything you know and one of my big heroes Mr. D. Schneider shows up in court it was so funny he shows up in court in a tore up t-shirt and a pair of blue jeans and he's sitting there with all these senators and all these people, and, and they're talking about how they're going to start censoring music and stuff. And he reaches into his back pocket, and he pulls out a folded piece of lined notebook paper and throws it out on the desk, and everybody starts laughing at him, and he completely fucking schooled everybody in the fucking room. Yeah. Uh, D. Schneider is a genius, and he just laid it on the line. And told them this is what it is, and this. So this movie it came out at a time where they were talking about censorship and all that stuff, and so it really held true to the media, what was going on. And uh, very cool film. Uh, you know, basically a boy plays a plays an album backwards, and a demon comes out. A demon with a flying V guitar and a fucking thirst for metal. Yeah, great film. I love yeah, it. very cool flick. Very cool. What was funny in this movie, Ozzy Osbourne played the preacher that was uh, doing all that was wanting to have all the censorship and stuff done. Yeah, this uh, you know. and um, again, I don't know. 
know if the new one is a remake or not. No, the new one is not a it's remake. It's a complete different movie. Yeah, it's totally different. Well, this is Trick or Treat. The uh, new yeah. one is Trick or Treat. Yeah, correct, correct. And then there's another movie called Trick or Treats, which is totally different. Jesus. Than all of them. But Great. they're all Halloween-based. So, so yeah, well, while you're here, let's just go ahead and talk about, real quick, mention it anyway, Troll. Troll. That's a fun little one you can watch with your kids. Oh, we troll. have a lot of those on the internet. Not trolls. <laughs> Haters are going to hate. Um, so, yeah, Trolls is a good one for you guys. It's, you know, you can watch with your kids. It's just a fun little, you know, magical movie type thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about uh, Friday 13th? <laughs> we can. We might as well, since you might as well throw it out there. You just we got Friday the Thirteenth, Part Six. Jason lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to knock it. it. It's not bad. Uh, it was to me was better than the last one. Um, but you know, I mean, they're Jason movies. You got to love them. You know, uh, people are getting killed, and he's doing it in some really weird ways. There you go. <laughs> uh, especially in this film. I love how, in the beginning, how Tommy freaking accidentally brings him back to life because he that, stabs him yeah. with that freaking metal weather vane or whatever the hell it was. Uh-huh. And then the lightning strikes. That's what was cool about that film was a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, the effects and stuff that they did in that, when they show him and his mask and stuff, I am going to say one of the cool things about this movie was is uh, Alice Cooper did the soundtrack for it. Um, well, he didn't do the whole soundtrack, but he did a song, did a couple of songs for the movie, and the one song was uh, "He's Back." Oh, but oh, he's yeah. back. You know, uh, very cool. Uh, there's a really cool scene in an RV where he takes the chick's face and shoves oh, it in the Oh, yeah, wall, dude. And you see it from the outside. Boop, that's yeah, a fucking great that, one. It's just a cool scene. Um, very uh, 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 decent movie. Decent movie. Yeah. It's not the best in the series, but it's definitely not the worst. Um, so, so, yeah. We'll talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to throw this one out there uh, just because I was down here. And I saw it. I want to throw out the movie Witchboard. Oh, yeah. Witchboard Witchboard was a kick-ass movie. For me, I was very big into occultism, Satanism, Ouija boards, and all that kind of stuff. So this movie came out at a really pivotal time in my life. And it starred the lovely Tawny Katane, which, unfortunately, she passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, We're going to miss her. She, you know... She did some cool stuff. Of course, she was married to David Coverdale for a long time and uh, did the, a lot of the White Snake videos. Very beautiful woman um, in her older years. She was not that beautiful, but she was still yeah. fun, yeah. you know. Um, very cool film. Uh, synopsis of the movie is uh, they, uh, they're at a party. They use a Ouija board, and she... Uh, she ends up becoming friends with the guy that's like the mystic or whatever, the oracle. And uh, he gives her her own board, and he tells her not to ever use it alone because if she uses it alone, she can fall prey to what is called transmigration. Um, And she ends up using this uh, Ouija board by herself and is in turn possessed by a demon. Yep. 
It's a good. That's a fun it, one. It, it's a very cool watch. I actually very good just movie. watched that not, but maybe a couple months ago. I just, yeah, I watched, I watched it. it a few years ago, and it still held up pretty good. That's not know? bad. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah definitely. Uh, I literally just watched it like two, yeah. three months ago. Yeah, very cool flick. Uh, another one that we both are going to want to talk about is uh, Poltergeist Two. Poltergeist Two, yes, continuation of the first story. Uh, yes, but yes, different. Yes. But different. <laughs> but different. <laughs> yeah, so you just passed it. This is Poltergeist 2. It was called The Other Side. Of course, you've still got the same characters. Joe Beth Williams, Craig T. Nelson, Heather O'Rourke, Zelda Rubenstein. Rubenstein. Reprises her role as... Uh, <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> oh, my God. I, can't, I can always remember her real name, but I can't remember her name in, in, the, the, yeah, exactly. in the movie. But... Uh, Anyway, uh, very cool flick. Uh, this one yeah. takes place in a, a build a apartment complex building. Yes, yes, they have moved. Well, of course, the house is gone because it disappeared in the first movie. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they they have moved to an apartment complex, and basically, they find out that they're not done with the spirits. It's pretty. It's they have this one's them. this is actually a good one. I yeah. actually it, really it like really is. it. Really is. It really is. This is a fun watch. It really is. Um, and while we're here, I'm going to mention go Psycho ahead. 3. Uh, Psycho 3 was probably one of my favorite in the line of the Psycho, you know, after we got past the first one. and The second one was a good movie, but 3 really hit it, you know, hard for me. It, it was a really good movie. It was actually directed by Anthony Perkins, who, of course, Anthony Perkins started in the movie as Norman Bates. Um, very cool. There was a lot of iconic scenes in this. Of course, we were back at the motel and back at the infamous house. Uh, one of the cool scenes that I remember was uh, when he hides the body in the ice chest and the cop shows up and is looking for this woman that has disappeared will come to find out she's in the in the ice chest and he's standing there by the ice chest and he reaches in there and he grabs some ice and anthony perkins is watching him and while he's watching him he uh he realizes that uh this cop is eating uh ice that's got blood on it so yeah very cool this was good in the series uh had a lot of uh a lot of star caliber in it. Uh, yeah, just really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Let's see where we at. All right, so now we're going to move on to Sorority House Massacre. Uh, Sorority House Massacre, of course, is an American slasher film. It was written and directed by Carol Frank. Uh, the film follows a sorority pledge who experiences deja vu in the sorority house when the uh, when a murderer begins killing uh, the residents over a Memorial Day weekend. It's really funny. I uh, had to throw this movie in there because of the Memorial Day thing. We just got past Memorial Day, and I had put a post in a bunch of our groups. I'm like, hey, what's some Memorial Day uh, horror movies? And uh, this one came up. And I had kind of forgot about it. It's tied to Memorial Day. 
Oh man, so, you gotta gotta love the old. Uh, but uh, all these sorority. Yeah, houses I mean, and, you know this is in the same you know realm of Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah, or, yeah. you know House on Sorority Row. You know <laughs> all of those. Uh, the Prowler could even be put into the same context with these films. Uh, Very cool film. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, another fun one that came out in '86 that uh, I like is a movie called Critters. 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 Critters, man. Um, this one's a fun one. Uh, the only thing that sucks about this one, I can't let my kids watch it because there's nudity in it. But, uh, yeah, you know, this uh, this one's fun. It's a, uh, you know, alien movie, basically. Yeah. And there's <laughs> the, the the Easter Bunny scene in this one. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, this is a fun one to watch, guys. Uh if you're bored, you just want to pop something in, something just to have a good time, laugh about, see some cool shit. This one's really funny. You'll like it. Uh, yeah, it's about these little critters that um, come down, and uh, they're actually being hunted by these bounty hunter dealies from, the, from aliens who can take shape of whoever. It's pretty cool. You guys will like it, yeah. I promise you. Yeah. It, it's a fun movie. It stars D. Wallace, E. Emmett Walsh, uh, Billy Greenbush. Uh, it was directed by Stephen Herrick. Uh, very cool film. You know, small budget film, but they, they did a good job with yeah, it. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's a yeah, fun one. It's fun. It's fun. Definitely worth the mention. Uh, oh, well, here's one you're going to want to, I know you're going to want to talk about April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day was a great film. I remember when I saw that as a, you know, as a young kid. Uh, I actually watched that with my cousin. Uh, that stars Deborah Forsman. Um, and I had the biggest crush on her when I was younger. I always <laughs> thought she was so pretty. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, April Fool's Day is one of those movies that you really... <laughs> you, you you really don't know what's going on until the very end of the film, and then you're blown away. <laughs> you're just like, what the hell? You know? Um, I love the way they did this. Let's seclude a bunch of people in a in a secluded mansion, and let's start killing them off one by one and see if we can figure out who the hell's doing it. <laughs> you know? And they keep pointing fingers at different people, and, and you slowly see Deborah Forsman's character throughout the movie like descend into madness like you can even tell by her face you know she starts going pale and her eyes start getting darker dark circles around them and stuff and you know until you get to the end of the film and very good watch very good watch you gonna talk about this one well i thought we'd mention it <laughs> yeah, 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 just yeah. because of the man uh we're talking about deadly friend uh this was directed by a none other than wes craven himself hey, look who's in it uh wes craven did a fantastic fantastic job with this movie he did a great job with a lot of his films um but this starred the lovely christy swanson yes did uh, we talk about this huh in our episode with greg we uh it, it came up because of the ones the basketball scene yeah uh great this, this movie's got a really cool cool kill scene in it with a basketball <laughs> uh, and uh if you've seen the movie you know exactly what we're talking about if you haven't seen the movie you need to watch it uh-huh uh but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. a good one yeah hell yeah um there's a couple other ones i want to mention uh night of the creeps is one of them night of the creeps 
Another fun 80s freaking just, you know, fun horror movie. Yeah. Another comedy. And that, so Night of the Creeps was was really cool because it starred, starred one of our favorite actors from, you know, Halloween 3 and like The Fog, and that's Mr. Tom Atkins. Uh, he played the cop in this movie, and he was one of those no bullshit kind of kind of cops. Uh, he always had a, a funny uh, one-liner that he always said to people. We're not gonna throw that out there now, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, very cool, uh, fun movie. Really, a zombie kind of. Yeah, you know, it's you know? a it's 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 an actually it's like a, a it's um, paying homage to the. It's like a the B-rated camping movies is what it's what yeah. to do, you yeah. know. So yeah. it's it's cool. It's I, good, but it ends up not being so campy. Exactly. I mean, it's actually a good movie. Exactly. It's not it's not like, you know, your Transylvania 6 5000s or, you know, your yeah. scary movies or whatever. It's yeah. not it's nothing like that. Uh this they they kind of threw in all the B-movie tropes and mm. and it worked. It worked out really good. I mean, it ended up being a really really good movie. Well, y'all. What about uh, uh, Chopping Mall? Chopping Mall. So Chopping Mall is an interesting film because it's not really what you think it would be. <laughs> uh, Chopping Mall is about a security system that has gone haywire. Who'd have guessed it? Who'd have guessed it? Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk uh, it? Chopping Mall, I think, would have been uh, up there along the lines of Terminator. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. Uh but, uh, yeah, uh, people trapped in a mall, security system. What they've done is they've got a new state-of-the-art security system. They have these little robots running all over the mall that are there to watch the mall and keep it safe. Well, what ends up happening is, is these things uh, get a mind of their own, and there's some human intervention there, but uh, they get a mind of their own, and they start killing people off when they feel uh, threatened. Hey, check it out. Who'd have guessed yeah. that one? Yeah. And there's some really cool scenes in there. There's some electrocution scenes, some fire scenes, and uh, just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Another great one. Interesting movie, but very cool. And I love their cover because it's got, like, the grocery bag. With, it's a choppy mall, and it's uh, ripped and got blood all over it. And, yeah. What was, that? what was the last one I want to talk about, or just mention anyway for people to talk about, is uh, Slaughter High. Slaughter High. Dude, there's just so many of those just B, corny, you know, oh, yeah. great movies like Slaughter High that came out mm -hmm. in the 80s, man. Yep. Fun ones. Uh, <laughs> I Just classic 80s shit. And then while we're talking about campy, I'm just going to mention this movie, and that's Little Shop of Horrors. And the reason why I want to mention that movie in with this list is, for one, it's got horror in the title, so it's got to be scary. Uh, um <laughs> Uh, this movie is actually a comedy, but it it stars three comedic geniuses with John Candy, Steve Martin, and Rick Moranis. Uh, feed me Seymour. Feed me Seymour. Yeah, uh, very cool and campy movie. This is one of those movies you could watch with your kids. There's a little bit of blood when they're feeding the the fly trap, but you know, uh, it's. Uh, I remember. Oh, you know, maybe not, because there's some yeah. a lot of sexual innuendo. One hundred percent. I remember doing this play in school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool film. Uh, I was unaware that it came out in 1986. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, guys, but yeah. 86, fucking. I mean, great. Just I. There's some. 
there's so many others we could talk about. Rawhide Rex. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. So Spookies was on uh, The Last Drive-In the oh, other Spookies, night. Oh, yeah. Oh, that movie was freaking horrible. Oh, my God. Terrorvision. <laughs> Terrorvision, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, you know, cool. Vamp, Vamp uh, starred Grace Jones. She was another uh, yeah. uh, uh, singer, songwriter. The Wraith. The Wraith. Oh, we forgot about The Wraith with Charlie Sheen. Uh, that was uh, almost along the lines of a Christine movie, but not really. That was a, kind of. I, I like cars, dude. I yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cars, so he, had a, he had a killer car. That's for sure. Literally. Yep. Great film. Yeah. So, Very yeah, guys, cool. that's 86. 1986. Oh, amazing movies in that year. We're yes. going to jump on over to 87. And then we're going to start all over again. We're starting all over with a whole new year. Um, This one, let's go down line here and check out some of these movies, man. Well, first of all, Angel Heart. Mm. You know, Mickey Rourke, De Niro. I mean... Well, what De Niro played the character of Lewis Cipher. <laughs> I wonder where they came up with that name. Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting. I mean, he was the devil, so it, <laughs> it fit. But yeah, this Angel Heart's a good one. Um, can't really watch that one with your kids, though. No, no, but very cool and very well made, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you got some star power. In well, that was what Mickey so. Workers in his prime, too, you know. Fucking those are back Lisa in, Bonet. Uh huh. Yeah. Holly Davidson in the Marble Man days. You know? Which is a great film if you haven't watched. It's not horror, but, you know. Oh, it's scary, all right. Oh, fuck. That's a good movie. Oh, The Believers. Yes. With Martin Sheen. Yeah. Uh, very cool movie. Uh, Helen Shaver. Uh, Robert Loja. 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 Um, very cool movie. Uh, you know, Martin Sheen plays a good part in that. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, you know, the I, I, there's not a lot you can say about this movie. I mean, there, there's a lot of, uh, oh, from what I remember, there was a lot of uh, possession and stuff, you know, and, and uh, oh, uh, basically, you know, his wife dies and he... Uh, Yeah, yeah, I got I mean, lost. Um, but it's a good one. It's it, it's just one to mention. But yeah, that people uh, should check you know, out. The he lives in the city, and there's been a lot of child murders and stuff. And he's trying to figure out who's killing the kids. And I just a very cool, very cool twist at the end. Um, if you haven't seen it, please go check it out. I'm going to mention one. One. I don't know if it's a horror movie though. You tell me. I think it's more of an action movie. It's an alien movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a little movie called Predator. Wow. Could you consider Predator a, a horror movie? I mean, it's... Kinda? It's more, of kinda. An action, it's more of an action movie for me. It is. It is. So... Uh, I remember I was in Florida when that came out and <laughs> went to the theater there and, and saw that. I'm just going to talk about it just because Do I it. want to. Do it. And we all know which one I'm going to bring up. It's another fucking classic. Another film that's going to definitely be on my list. And it's a staple in my household. And it also has Corey Feldman in it. And Corey Hayne. 
That's a little movie you guys may have heard of called The Lost Boys. Yes. I mean, what can else can be said? I'm going to talk a lot more about it. Not going to dive deep into it right now. But The Lost Boys, fucking cult classic movie. Amazing film. Everyone fucking loves it. So we'll talk about that later in our last episode, guys. But that one's definitely going to be coming back. I promise you. I don't want to dwell on it too much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want you to bring up something. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out there. Uh, there was a movie called uh, From a Whisper to a Scream, and the reason why I want to bring that movie up is because it starred Mr. Vincent Price himself. Vincent Price. Yes, uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, very cool uh, film. Uh, the, it, it's basically an anthology. There's four horror stories. Uh, well. I lost and, that uh, Yeah, sorry, I lost my page there. Uh, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's an anthology film. It's four horror stories brought together. Uh, each story has got its own little twist. Um, and they were, they were all set, like, you know, in different time periods and stuff. You know, like one was in, uh, like, the 50s, and another one was in the 30s. And uh, just very cool. Uh, very cool, and I had to mention it just because of Vincent Price. I, I'm a huge Vincent Price Price fan, and if you guys don't know, I grew up in St. Louis. Vincent Price is from St. Louis. Um, we used to hang out and, on the playground and shit. And, that would make him uh, no, a pedophile. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Tim's just jokes, baby. Uh, we'll talk about a movie I know you want to talk about because um, it's one of your favorites, and that's a little movie called Hellraiser. 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 Your suffering will be legendary. Yeah, uh, Hellraiser, a uh, very cool movie, and the, the story behind it's pretty interesting, too. Uh, you know, the the gore in this movie and the premise behind it and the, the Cenobites, uh, you know, Doug Bradley played Pinhead to it uh, perfectly. You know, yeah, that, I, you know, he's another one of those where they've tried to replace him in movies, and it just doesn't work. You know, yeah. uh, Doug Bradley's got that iconic voice, and he's just got that look. You know, um, you know, and there's some pretty good stars in here too. Uh, <coughs> you know, there's just so much about this movie that is right and a lot of people there are some people that don't really care for this movie but th this movie of course was directed by clive barker who has done a lot of a lot of films um yeah you know i i just i want to get my hand on one of those puzzle boxes i like i have been looking for one of those for years i like hellraiser it's just not one of my favorites yeah yeah for me oh and i get that too it's it's not one of my favorites either but uh so, but it, but it is a good movie. But look at here look here what we got the oh, following yeah. year. We so, got House 2, the second story. <laughs> uh, See what whole they new did cast, there? different director. Not as good as the, the first one. But but decent, but decent. Yeah, I mean um it, no, it was all right. It's a fun yeah, one. Yeah, it's a fun yeah, one. Yeah. Um I know one that we both want to talk about because I mean, hell to the king, baby. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> Evil Dead. I knew 2. that was on here. I've I've been kind of <laughs> steering away from it. Evil Dead Two. Oh my God, Bruce Campbell. Come on, man. I, you cannot go wrong with this film. No. Uh, you know we mentioned cult classics earlier. This is another one. I mean, it, it just there's some campiness in there, of course, but uh, this movie does so many things right. That it's just a great film. It's a fun watch. Uh, it's dark. It's disturbing. It's funny. It's what the fuck did I just watch? Kind of. It's uh, you God, know Bruce Campbell. It, it hits all the emotions, and it's Bruce Campbell. Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king, Grovey. baby. All right, let's hit the big one here. What's that one? Where are you going? Where are you going? Oh God, yes, 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 yes. And this one's hard to find. Well, extremely find hard it, to find. But you're gonna pay money for it. And that is a little movie called Near Dark. So, eighty-seven came out with The Lost Boys and Near Dark, which are two of my favorite fucking vampire films, and they're completely different types of film. Yeah, yeah. Um, Near, Near Dark, Dark is almost like a vampire cowboy movie. Yeah, and not only that, but it's fucking dark. Yes. You know, um, Lost Boys is a fun, you know, just great film. But Near Dark is a great film, but it's fucking, it's just so dark and, like, gloomy. And, yeah. yeah. <coughs> and I'm not just talking about the atmosphere, like, the way they filmed it, you know. It's just super, um, it's, another, like I said, another vampire film. It's got fucking Bill Paxton. Come on. The fantastic Lance Hendrickson. Oh, I mean, yeah, buddy. And, I mean, you can't go wrong with it. No, absolutely It's not. a classic. It's a cult classic. Um, uh, I watched this movie last sum- summer again. I've seen it, I don't know, two or three times probably. It is super hard to find. Um, I've looked for copies of it, and they're extremely expensive because it's been out of print for a long time. But I found it through one of the streaming services, and I don't even remember which one. Um, and it has since disappeared. Yeah. Uh, but very cool. I mean, very cool watch. Yes. Very. If good you movie. got it, keep it. If you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> talking about part twos, let's go ahead and talk about. There's a lot of part twos in '87. Uh huh. Creep Show Two. Creep Show Two. Another great one. Yeah. Um, you got Silent Night, Dead Night Two. You know, okay. Uh, something I do want to talk about, and I want to know how you feel about it because it's uh, kind of like uh, your thing. Well, it was the first one, but Return to Salem's Lot. Yes. Uh, Return to Salem's <laughs> Lot was interesting. Uh, what I love so much about the original film, uh, Salem's Lot, was the gothic feel of it i mean it was just there was uh, there was so much atmosphere in that movie that it just it you felt unnerved and creeped out the whole movie even when they were making out by the lake you were still like oh, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. you just it i love the way they filmed that movie um and everything about it the actors on it i mean it, it was a great film the second one was was really out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a decent movie, 
but it, it's not to me it's not near as good as the first movie yeah um they went a little weird with it and i i just didn't enjoy it as much as i did the the first movie yeah so uh let's talk about prince of darkness okay prince of darkness another john carpenter film and let john me- carpenter's all over the 80s Hundred percent. Well, and look, I mean, Donald Pleasant, Victor Wong, James Jameson Parker, yeah. dude, come on, like, great film, fun. Um, I actually really like this one. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, um, yeah very cool film. Um, you will not go wrong with this one again. No, no. You promise you. Um, I'm going to mention that one. I mentioned number three. Last. We'll talk yeah, about that that, last. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Um, but well, don't forget about a fun movie called Monster Squad. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Monster Squad, man. You got to love it. And I actually have that movie. Yes. Fun little, you know, teenager. Or not teenagers. Pre-teens, uh, yeah, they're, probably. They're, they're preteens. 12. I love that movie because they brought all the monsters together. Yeah. You've got all of them. I mean, you've got the Wolfman, you've got Dracula, you've got Frankenstein, you've uh, all of them, the mummy. I mean, um, basically what has happened is, is they've let these creatures loose in the, in a, in a small town. Yep. And, uh, they wreak havoc and you know, these kids have got to figure out how to put them back. <laughs> uh, Another good movie that came out, Again, The Stepfather. Stepfather, yeah. That was yep. a good that film, dude. Good. That was a good, good movie. Still holds oh, up. Who was who was in that? I like I that. Th- um, Terry O'Quinn? Terry O'Quinn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great film, man. Uh, you can't... I, I promise you, this one still holds up, too. I watched it recently. It still holds yeah. up. It still yeah. holds up. Uh I mean, there's few Teen Wolf two, which isn't really. It's more of a comedy. It's all right. Uh, How about Rock and Roll Nightmare? There you go. Have you just, seen that one? Just like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> interesting film. Blood Harvest. Blood Harvest. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, Dolls. Oh, there's a stepfather. Yeah. Dolls. Return to Horror High. The Stranger. Is that where you sit on your? Yes, hand that's and, that's exactly. Oh, yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> what about the movie The Gate? The Gate! Great film. Great soundtrack, too. Yes, really good movie. <clears throat> Slumber Party Massacre 2. And then I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. A movie that uh, people consider. Do you want to talk about anything else on there that you want to nah, mention? No, you go ahead. And- so, yeah, man. Uh, people consider this probably one of the greatest movies or the, the best movie in the series. It definitely is one of the best movies in the series to me. I don't know if it's the best, but but it's great. And that is Nightmare on Elm Street Three, Dream Warriors. The Dream Warriors don't want to dream no more. Yeah, great film. Great film. Great movie. You guys have probably all seen it. I mean, come on, Freddy Krueger's back, but now these kids are fighting him in the dream, which is cool. I I love this movie. Great film, still holds up. And uh, you guys definitely won't be disappointed if you ain't seen this. And even if you have seen it, watch it again because, yeah. fuck, it's worth it. You know, it's so interesting about the whole Nightmare on Elm, on Elm Street series, the whole, is that, like, every one of them had a different director except for, you know, the first one and New Nightmare. 
And um, the cover <coughs> art for this film too it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. uh, Dokken did the did a lot of the music in this. Great soundtrack. Um, um, just a fantastic film. The thing about the it's it's crazy is that um, every one of the movies I love except for number two. I, I, I think yeah. they dropped the ball on yeah. number two, and then they picked it up on number three. It was like, okay, this is what number two should have been. See, and for me, here's what's, here's what's weird. I like the first one. I love the third one. And then after that, they started getting a little too campy for me until they hit New Nightmare. Well, Wes Craven did New Nightmare. Yeah. And he did the first one in New Nightmare. Um, actually, I love Freddy's Dead. That's, Do you? that's one of my Do you? favorites. I love the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Uh, you know, I like all of them. I like all of them yeah. except for number two. Yeah, the only sure. one I didn't like was number two, you know. Um, but number three, Dream Warriors, great film. You guys won't miss, you won't be disappointed if you haven't watched it. I already know you have. I mean, shit, everybody's probably yeah, seen everybody's it. Yeah, everybody's seen this movie. Yeah. They had to have. But, yeah, is there any other ones you want to mention on there? No, no. All right, guys, that I think, was... Uh, I think we're good. We've uh, bored these people enough. 86 and 87? Uh, yeah, just a little snippet of some of the cool stuff that came out. You know, the 1980s was a weird time for for everything, you know? We were, uh, we were known for big hair and booty shorts and, you know, uh, great music and... Some killer horror. Yes, and we got to do 88 and 89. There's still a lot yeah. more good to some. Yep. And after that, we're going to give you guys our top 10. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, so stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. We love you. Thanks for your support, horror fam. And more importantly, as always, until next time, keep it creepy. Keep it creepy.